Hey there, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of the San Diego Prep Insider High School Boys Golf Podcast. And Jack Klein has been very generous enough to write me an awesome intro. So the regular season is over, and it is May Madness. CIF begins May 14th. May 14th is when all of this finally comes to a head. We've been talking about some of the best golfers in San Diego County, best golfers in the state, some people who have been kind of coming at it. Just lots and lots of great plot lines, and um, it's all going to be going down at Admiral Baker. We got 13 days till we're there. So what has to happen between now and then, Coach? So we've got uh, play-ins. Um, we start play-ins next week, the 7th and 8th. Uh, Monday and Tuesday will be round one of the play-ins, and then round two will be the 9th and 10th. And uh, so we're, we're, we have play-ins in all divisions, D3, 2, and 1. So. And so when this all boils down, there's going to be 24 teams, 40 individuals, all meeting up at Admiral Baker for a two-day event, correct? Correct. So to get to those 24 teams and 40 individuals, like you said, there's a couple series of play-ins. We've got to still figure out some league championships. So... Just straight bedlam and anarchy remains still between us and even getting to the finals. Yeah. That's why we have an expert. That's why we have someone that we call in at all hours of the day to come here with tons and tons of information for us. So you want to go D3, D2, D1? Sure. All right. Let's, Let's start with D3 because D3 always seems to churn out the most interesting parody and competition. And there is like three or four teams that are just indistinguishably in first place. No doubt. Um, it's going to be a fun play in. D3 gets four uh, four places, but they okay. have to play in for, for those four places. Uh, it'll start with a first-round play in. Uh, Francis Parker uh, will have a play in. They'll go against Bonsall, and that'll take place on Monday. Uh, then the uh, winner of that will meet uh, La Jolla Country Day. Number one seed, the Hoya Country Day. They are, and uh, they look awfully strong. So whoever prevails in the uh, Parker Bonsall, you know, going by the stats, you'd say Parker has a pretty hefty advantage there. But uh, like, that's why we play I the like, game. I like to hear you start so, saying about those teams that you're locking in as your you favorites. Go. Yeah, and uh, the uh, next up we'll have uh, Santa Fe Christian, the second seed against Pacific Ridge. That actually, I think, will be a really uh, good match. I mean, Santa Fe will be favored there but uh, um, both st strong teams. I mean, when you look at D3, um, the Coastal League, which uh, were led by Country Day, uh, Santa Fe Christian. Basically all the teams Bishops. you already talked about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're the top three teams uh, in there, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Bishops is going to play Classical Academy. Um, that's the uh, final one, and um, or Vincent Memorial will be the uh, final match against uh, the favorite Modern Day. So, now out of all of this, it, it is sort of interesting because we're not necessarily talking about a disparity between D three and D one in the way that you would say with football, where physically those kids are much larger than the others, and right. like any and all of these golfers coming out of the D three could hypothetically still snake in and win it so i want you guys to keep this in context of when we're talking about this we are talking about the d3 race because that is one of the subsets of this competition but when you throw all of these dudes together in the end we're still talking about one guy gets hot 
goes on a run, puts his team in the finals, puts himself in contention. So do not think that these are individually like D3 over here, D2 over here, D1 way up here. This is this is a very dynamic playoff scenario where you golf, you know, uh, you golf a 57, you know, you pull a Cameron Sisk and two days later you're a CIF champion for the whole county from D3. A absolutely. And uh, we've talked about uh, Kento before and Kento... Uh, in the league championship, shot 69 at CNR. Um, he's a fine player, and, and he's someone that could be, will be there at the end of the day at uh, CIF. Well, and somebody, let's move up to Division Two now because there's somebody okay. buried in this Division Two race named Jackson Moss, who could be a very, very interesting. We'll save the individual hot takes for next week when we're really digging into this. But he plays at Point Loma. Point Loma is a part of this, but really personifies that. You need just one or two dudes to step up. So right. you got LCC in here with the best individual. We've got right. you know La Jolla Cathedral with Shane French. There, there's a lot of really good golfers in this D2 race. So break Absolutely. down what you see right now. Yeah, so in D2, they'd send eight teams to CIF. Uh, four are seated. You mentioned La Costa Canyon uh, Cathedral. Yeah, I stole your thunder on that. No, good. Sage Creek and Point Loma. Um, but there will be uh, play-ins. Uh, Sarah plays Bradley uh, first, uh, and the first play-in, and then they'll face number five, La Jolla. Um, we have West Hills that will play Mar Vista uh, with an opportunity to play at uh, Valhalla. Then uh, Mission Vista plays at San Diego uh, Academy. And finally, uh, Saints will go against Fallbrook. And that's the one that's uh, certainly too close to call for the fourth, fourth spot there. So... You know, out of all of this, let's let's start with that that Saints Fallbrook match. Why are you saying that one's too close to call? Well, their indexes are virtually a dead heat, so um, they're that's going to be a terrific match to watch and see who gets that final eight spot for for. Uh and I know that you don't know every single golfer's tendencies and you can't be in the mind of everybody, but what is something that on a match that stats close, that going into it, you're looking at it, that maybe gives you a little bit of a, a confidence or indication that I like this team versus that team? Well, I, you know, I don't have familiarity with Fallbrook, but I can say that the Saints coach is, uh, is terrific. I mean, he drives his team hard. They play a lot of matches. Um, I think they're well prepared. They play fast. Um, they're used to some pressure. So uh, if I had to go with someone, I think I'd, uh, at this moment anyway, I'd, I'd look to, to Saints. In other sports, you might make the analogy, you know, with like with like baseball. Oh, that team, you know, lives by the home run, dies by the home run. You know, that team's a, a, a heavy passing, or they're they're really good on defense. In in the golf realm, is it the short game? Is it drive distance? What is one maybe bigger determining factor that you're like, I like that team because they really execute in this realm. And yes, they have some weaknesses, but I really just cannot doubt a team that can chip well that hits the greens and regulation that drives the fair like what is one big stat that you're really looking at going man i love that about a team so i'm invested in them well unfortunately um it's a great question and i wish we were armed with statistics like they are in most sports so that we could really compare the teams 
I mean, for me, uh, it always starts from the green out. That's right. Um, I, I just wanted you as a raw golf so fan telling me. So you're going putting is uh, really is you know is paramount. Uh, makes all the difference. It's half the shots, and uh, hence why we are on a putting green filming this you, one. There you go. So uh, yeah, that would be my. Uh, and then you know, short game matters. Uh, you know, all aspects matter, but uh, I'd have to say yeah, now you're just getting into a political. Yeah. <laughs> everything matters. We love everybody. But but putting is still uh, the short game is is where where the game is. It's where you the make your money. Is made. Yeah. All right, up to Division One. Tory Pines A, B, C, D, E, and F teams will all be competing against each other for just the Tory Pines. I'm kidding. Tory Pines <laughs> does have two teams, though. Right. Twelve teams here from CIF. Right. Going to be going into this. Yeah. I mean, are we talking about D1 is the odds-on favorite as a team to win? The, like, what do you see out of all this? Well, certainly, um, Tory is the odds-on favorite. Um, I mean, they've distanced themselves again from the from the pack. But um, I see that you know any of the top ten teams, uh, which includes a number of the uh, four Division Two teams, uh, can all compete for that second spot. Uh, I fully expect the to see it's it's going to be really fun to see who shows up on game day. So uh, we'll know um, as they cut, uh, we go from 24 teams to 12 teams for day two, um, and uh, we're, we'll. It'll, it'll that, be really that's fun a, to that see. is a brutal cut. Like that, yeah. you don't really necessarily get the the field at the Masters or U.S. Open cut straight in half. Like that is an execution style going out there. Just sorry. Yeah, and it'll have a big effect on the individuals because we'll start out with uh, up to 40 individuals, as you talked about, and clearly. Um, if some of the stronger teams, but really all the teams that are playing in there will have some strong players and they may bump some people out and go on to day two for those spots. Now for all these planes that we're talking about, are we talking nine holes, 18, 36, how, how much time does a team have to win or lose one of these spots in the playoffs? So they are nine hole matches for the play-in. So just like the season, um, good, good, good question. Um, the CIF itself is 18 holes uh, each day. So 36 holes will give you some room to finally identify, but it truly comes down as a shotgun sprint to get through this, to, to get to the finals. Torrey Pines up here, right. two through 10, right. indistinguishable. Is there, a, is there a team that is right on Torrey's heel and then everybody else, or, or, or is it still too murky to figure out who is going to maybe pull off that second spot? Well, you're holding my feet to the fire. I here. like doing that. Uh, um, I, I see you squirming a little bit. <laughs> I am. Uh, La Costa Canyon and Cathedral are number two and three, and okay. I would say that that they're the strongest candidates to compete for that second spot. But um, but realistically, when you're less than a shot difference per player, um, a lot can happen over 18 holes. Absolutely. So I could see. Uh, you know, as high as the number 10 team maybe making a run at that second spot if a couple of their players get hot that day. I, I, I like that we're two weeks out. I'm, I've already got him squirming. Like, that just <laughs> means that there's going to be anarchy and chaos because when you have an actual member of the PGA not able to decipher who is going to do what in the next couple of weeks, that just shows you how close everything is, how quality everything is. Just, just look. It's exciting, and we're going to be with you every step of the way, folks. Next week, we'll be back with the play-ins. We'll more than likely all be done. We'll be down to the last couple of spots. We'll have some individuals to talk about, and then we'll see you for both days at Admiral Baker. Like I said, it is the, it's the 13th and 14th. 
14th and 16th, 14th. Monday and Wednesday. It's 14th and 16th at Admiral Baker. We will be there in the clubhouse talking to all the players both days. So keep it tuned here or come join us. You can all do gentle golf claps together and, uh, and, and check that all out. Thank you so much for sticking with us all season long, sports fans. We'll see you next week.